excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am in Nashville, Tennessee, which is my new fucking home. And I'm super excited to get into this week's guest. But before I do, I need to let y'all know, y'all, I've I've been here for six hours. (laughs) I need to let y'all know that my guest is Jay Cutler. You played for the Bears. You played for Broncos. Mm -hmm. Can you tell I don't really follow sports? You're hiding it well. <laughs> Does that annoy you? Not at all. But he's also very rich, very attractive. So you guys, <laughs> you guys absolutely want to see him uh, like visual, okay? Um, Jay, I'm super excited for you to be on. I was just on his podcast, Uncut, which is incredible. We got wild on there. I have... So many questions for you. Oh boy. Do you always just get asked sports questions for no. the most part? No. 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 No one talks to you about your career. No. <laughs> anymore. Okay, well like you're you get you get you're old you're old news in a hurry. You are? I mean once you get out, yeah, like you're like you're done. Really? No, I feel like you're a legend. Um no. I no. Mean, I mean, there's nothing much to talk about. Like, what are you gonna say? Like, I, hey, I remember this game, or like, it is. What I it mean, is. like, there's, there's always, there's new games happening. There's new, new players. Right. So. Even my kids don't even care about me anymore. They don't. Do you have them playing football? No, not at the moment. Um, oldest Camden wants to, 
he basically asked once a week. Um, he played lacrosse this past year. I want him to continue to play lacrosse because I think it's it's a great sport mm -hmm. um, and hopefully to keep him out of football. But Yeah, we'll you want to keep him out of football. I, I would like to. I mean, I think it's going to be impossible. But Because it, it's so dangerous or uh, what? Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, the chances of like, I mean, I think it's a great sport, team building. You learn a lot of mm -hmm. morals and values and how to work with people. Um, but I think you can learn that from other sports as well. So mm -hmm. if he's if he wants if he really is hardcore about it and wants to play, I'm not going to stop him. Um, I just think at age you know six, seven, eight, nine, ten, like, right? They can they don't need to play right now. See, I find that so refreshing because I only have one sports question for this entire fucking sure. podcast. Mm -hmm. I mean, did your parents have you playing football like in diapers type shit? No, I started whenever I was in, I think I played flag in fourth and then tackle in fifth. But I mean, I wanted to play. It wasn't like, I begged my parents. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like the Tiger Woods' dad, no, like I played, you'll be doing this Yeah, shit. I played basketball and baseball too. And like, I was, I mean, I was on my parents. Like if we were ever late, like, let's go get me there. Wow. So like I was... And I mean, my boys are, I mean, they're kind of like that. Um, but nowadays, especially around here, like people play, people play sports like year round. They'll play like one sport. They'll play baseball year round mm -hmm. or basketball year round or football year round, mm -hmm. um, which I don't really believe in that. I think that's really cool because I always find it a little bit, I'm not going to say creepy because I will never judge parenting, but you know, kids in the Olympics and you just know their parents had them. Mm -hmm fucking like ice skating when they were one years old and like there for 12 hours a day yeah. your parents weren't like that no not at and all. you're not going to raise your kids like that no if they want to play they can play but i mean yeah if they don't want to play you, i mean uh, well i say that but if they sign up to play like you're gonna finish um but if you don't want to play then you know there's there's a million other things in the world you can do. Right. That's so interesting. I thought you were going to say the complete opposite. I thought like all athletes, like professional athletes, raise their kids to be like, you'll be doing the same thing 10 hours a day. Well, I mean, I think you got to look at the numbers. Like the percentage of making it to a professional level is, I mean, it's minuscule. What I mean, are the numbers? I mean, it's like 0.1 or 0.01. I mean, it's it's not it's not high right. at all. That, that's fucking crazy. So where are you from? Indiana. Indiana. Southern Indiana. Okay. About three hours north of Nashville. Okay. And uh, you went to Vanderbilt. Went to school here in town. Okay. Yep. Loved so you it. love Nashville. Yeah, I've been here since, on and off since 2000. Were you Vanderbilt smart or were you like football Vanderbilt smart? Uh, I mean, everyone with football. I mean, actually, that's not true. I mean, 98%, <laughs> well, probably 95%. <laughs> of the football team was football Vanderbilt. Sports. Okay, got yeah. it. Vanderbilt, I mean, it still is. It's like one of the top. I mean, it's the right. Ivy, Ivy, Ivy of the South, so I think that was what I say. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, we're engineers, doctors, lawyers. Yeah. I mean, accountants. Yeah. I mean, they're saving the world. So, would your teachers just, like, you failed a test and they're like, you know what, you're really good at football uh, and you killed it this no, past game? No, it was game? actually the opposite. Really? I feel like sometimes they, they were out to just get us. Really? Yeah. I mean, we had a handful of teachers that were really cool, um, but you always had to do the work. Like mm -hmm. there was no, there was no free ride okay. at all. Okay. So, all right, Vanderbilt. Then, when were you drafted to the NFL? Two thousand six. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you got a really big contract. Mm -hmm. Denver. Did your family or your friends treat you differently no. when they found out how much money you made? <laughs> 
No, I, I, I mean, I think I've been lucky. Like I've always had a kind of a tight circle. Yeah. And it really hasn't changed um, for a long time. Mm -hmm. So kind of the friends I had um, at that time are, are kind of still in my group now. So gotcha. and there's people along the way, obviously, but you know, my core group is still yeah. kind of is what it is. But you started picking up the check and shit when you Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, and that still happens today. Yeah. I need richer friends. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I don't make as much money as you. <laughs> I know, you got screwed out of 60 million. Yeah, exactly. And I'm the type uh, that- I would be heated about that. Oh, I, I mean, to this day, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Nothing. No, I just, just gotta make another $60 million deal and it will happen. I'm saying it right now. I'm manifesting it. I'm putting it on my vision board, like done deal. I, I do believe that. 100%. So, okay. Um, you were making a bunch of money. Your family and your friends weren't pieces of shit and mm -mm. treating you differently. No. Um, Maybe a loan here and there, which maybe, I understand. Uh, yeah. I mean, helped out my parents. Um, yeah. You know, bought some cars, did the, all the normal stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. But nothing crazy. Yeah. I've helped out my parents, too. Yeah. Bought a, bought, a, bought a, buy yourself a house. Mm-hmm. Bought a few cars. Bought yourself a house. Yep. That's not helping out your parents. That's helping out yourself. Yeah, I think I bought my parents a house. Okay. Or a car. I forget. Okay. I'm not that level yet. Yeah. But I'll get there. Yeah. 100%. You're heading that way. <laughs> so I need to ask you this shit. Mm -hmm. And I know, I mean, you retired when? 17? 18? 17 maybe? Okay. Maybe 18? I forget. Okay. So a lot of women listen to my podcast. Yeah. And a lot of them want to bag an athlete. Mm -hmm. How do they do it? How could a girl bag you? And I mean, you are not playing anymore, but like you saw your friends and sure. shit. Mm -hmm. How can a girl get an athlete? Cause I've never dated one. I, I don't want to date an athlete. Why? Cause you guys scare me a little bit. How so? Just, you guys have too much money, too much fame, too many girls after you. And I think that's just like a recipe for disaster. You know what I mean? Well, I think there's a lot of truth to that. And that's why I would be, I would tell any girl to like, be really careful with that, with that world. Yeah. But girls don't give a fuck. They still want it. So um, how do they get it? Uh, do all the things that they basically want you to do. <laughs> and be. I feel that. Yeah. And be cool. And. Um, be cool. Yeah. Be cool. Be hot. Yep. Be willing to do whatever he wants. Probably. What are we in the fifties right now? You're the one that it's a, you're the one that said it. You said probably. So when you were single, would you fly girls out? Uh, yeah. Here and there. Here and there. Yeah. That's the thing, right? When you're an athlete, it's like because you guys travel so sure. much. Yeah. But like we're not like in football. Like we were in and out. Like so, like baseball, hockey, some basketball. Like they stay in a city for like three or four nights. Okay. So that's a whole different world. Where mm. in football, we flew out Saturday afternoon, go to the hotel, meetings, play Sunday, and we're literally on the bus back at the airport, flying back Sunday night. Okay. Gotcha. I don't care if it's two o'clock in the morning, like we're flying back. Okay. We never stay the night. Really? No. That's fucking crazy. I had no idea. No, if we played a, if we, you played a Monday night game on the road, you would get back Tuesday morning at you know, 5 a.m. So that's kind of the best sport if you if you want to date an athlete. If I was going to, I'd date a football player. Sure. Yeah. I would not date hockey. A baseball player? Definitely not. I'm not. That's the worst. Yeah. I had a friend that dated a baseball player and like always gone. 
well, there's 162 games or something like that, and there's a lot of downtime. Mm-hmm. It's baseball. There's a it's lot of boring. downtime mean cheating. I mean, I'm not, I mean, we're literally, we're, we're pigeonholing athletes in a very bad light here. No, so. you guys, what? You guys like run the world. So we need to do that. We need to like humble you guys. Oh gosh. Well, I'm not an athlete anymore. So fire away. Like, <laughs> knock, knock yourself out. Right. There are, I will say this. There are a lot of good guys out there. Yeah. You just have to be, I think you just have to be selective like anything else. But I mean, like. It, we're taking a, a, a little pocket of people. Like you can look at any group and say, "Hey, like there's a bad, there's a bad, right. bad girl or a bad guy in, in any situation." Mm. Yes. If you go in the podcast world, like there's 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 going to be a bad guy. There's going to yeah. be a girl that cheats. Like it just is what it is. Okay, but if we're looking at stats and like the ratio between cheaters and non-cheaters, athletes, rappers. You guys are you guys tend to you know, fool around a little, which um, I, I am, I've cheated plenty of times in my life, by the way, but I'm a reformed cheater. I've never, I would never do it again. <laughs> until next time. No, I swear to God, I won't. Would you just break up with them? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. That's what I've learned. Yes. Break up, like yeah, break up. Be done. It's, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Sometimes if it's going to be a one-off thing mm-hmm. and you sleep with someone one time and then you'll never cheat again and like you don't ever talk to that person again. So as a reformed cheater. It's not. It's a that, little bit different. That's acceptable? No. It's not acceptable, but like it's more understandable. You know? Is it though? I don't know. I kind of think everyone deserves a one-time cheat in their relationship or marriage. Just uh, a one-time. I disagree. You do? 100%. Yes. I mean, I think, okay, if you're dating, sure. But once you're married, once it's you're married, it's, it's, okay, it's, that's all, true. it's all, it's, it's, it's a no go. That's true. And I haven't been married. And yeah. once I make that oath and, yes. you know, yeah. then I will never do it. Yeah. Bible for sure, 100%. Okay. Okay. Yes. Everyone, that was like a for real thing. Yeah. We, we came to an agreement here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did. This is random. So it's safe to say you're going <laughs> to cheat again. <laughs> Not when I have a ring on it. What about engaged? You're just engaged. You're engaged for a year. That's a gray zone. Yeah, I know. But once it's marriage, it's done. Okay, and, so, and I so hold engage, to so that. you're engaged. You're it's still it's still on the table for you. The the one time cheat. It's yeah. called the one time cheat. There's no emotions. It's like you never hear from that person again. Oh, fair enough. But when you're married, absolutely not. Got it. Unless you're ten years into it. Oh gosh, I mean, you have then, so many, so many <laughs> outs here. No, no, no. This is what I think. Okay, ten years in. You guys are bored. We're bored. Let's like either do a threesome or like let's have an open relationship or you know. Well, it's a conversation with you and your husband. Yeah. Maybe he's down for it. Maybe he's not. What, what if what if, he, what, what if he's not? Then we'll have to figure something out. But I won't cheat. I will not cheat. Okay. Maybe divorce. <laughs> divorce and then and then. <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? I've never been married. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama, every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. 
It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. times have you been married once once yeah. one time yeah. so i am not that familiar with sports we've and football we've established that which i've said 50 mm-hmm. million times i did watch you on very cavalry yep. cavalry say it everywhere calamari it's not my problem <laughs> calamari that's what it is i mean I, I only watched a few episodes yeah what was that like having your family on reality tv and being on reality tv we didn't uh we didn't put the kids on that was kind mm. of a that was kind of a, a sticking point um i remember that actually. yeah so we didn't do that so i got back from miami and um the store was opening we had moved to nashville from chicago to kind of the eight months before so I got back and they were kind of, I mean, they were, they were rolling. I'm trying to think of the timeline. I think we did like a sizzle, a few stuff before I left for Miami. And then I went to Miami and when we, whenever I got back, um, cameras were up. Okay. You know, we're, we're doing it. So did you tell like your wife or whoever, like, I want to do this? Your um, ex, yeah, me. it wasn't, I mean, it was one of those things like she had kind of supported me through for the last, right. for the last however many years Mm -hmm. and so I was like you know I'll I mean I wasn't jumping jumping at it yeah um but I was like you know I'll 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 support you I'll do this I I mean kind of supported her I wouldn't say I was yeah I mean I did it you did it I went through the motions I saw you on it so you absolutely did it yeah and did you like hate when cameras were there oh yeah (laughs) like I I mean mean, the first season was probably the roughest it got easier as we because we did three and by the third one I mean, I still wasn't thrilled with mm-hmm. it, but I mean, we had lights up in the kitchen. I mean, for you know, three four months. Shut up just for up. filming. Top, yeah, I would lose my shit. Yeah. I would lose my mind. We, I mean, we tried to film when the kids were gone, um, and if I ever filmed with her, it, I mean, we were pretty quick. Yeah, because I, mean, I mean, she was a pro. I mean, she grew up in that world. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I would say it was soft scripted. They would come in and be like, hey let's talk about this, you know, yeah. you guys put your own spin on it. And I mean, 20, mm-hmm. 30 minutes and I'm, I'm, I'm out, I'm done. Yeah. You know what? I like you and respect you so much more after hearing that because I remember watching, and again, I only watched like a few episodes and you just kind of seemed like a dick, mm-hmm. but you're not. And now understanding like, I wouldn't, I don't want to do reality television. I wouldn't want like cameras in my face 24 seven or whatever it was. You'd be good at it. <laughs> Why is that? Because um, I'm just the most like over the top. 
No, I don't think you're over the top. I mm-hmm. mean, I think you would just, it would be, I mean, it'd be an interesting show. I've had a lot of people approach me to do it, yeah. but I don't know. I feel like once you do reality television, you're fucked, kind of. Oh. Just like your entire life is exposed for the world. Well, I mean, I think you're already kind of doing that with your podcast. Yeah, but I can pick and choose. Well, I mean, in a reality, I mean, we picked and choose. Like there's okay. there a hundred percent like certain things like not showing yeah. off the table. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is. Yeah, construed. Yeah, the producer comes in and says, hey, we're talking about X, Y, and Z. Do, do they it. tell you like act angry, act sad? No, no act. I mean, no, they, they kind of just, they'll pitch the, you know, mm-hmm. the plan to it, and then you know, if you're, if you're supposed to be upset or if you're supposed to be mad, like you just play that part. Yeah. Were you ever like, fuck no, I'm not about to have that conversation? Yeah, numerous times. All the time. Yeah. We're like, we're not, <laughs> I already know. I was like, 90%. I was like, we're not, we're not, we're not doing this. <laughs> Do you think, and I'm sure Kristen was like probably way more comfortable airing out more shit, right? Because she's used to that life, which makes sense. Yeah, loves it. Do you think that, <laughs> loves it. Do you think that that being on that reality show like contributed to the divorce in any way? Um, no. No? No. That had nothing to do with it. Um, yeah, I would say no. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I don't know what she would say, but I, I mean, I think. Well, I mean, she has said some stuff, right? <laughs> she says a lot of things. She, she said a lot of things. She said, you know, the, the marriage was toxic. It was unhealthy. Yeah. There were a lot of red flags. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say to that? You're like, nothing. Say whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of been my whole thing through this whole thing. Like we, I mean, I've got three kids. So like at some mm-hmm. point they're going to, they're going to read stuff. They're going to ask questions. So yeah. um, I've kind of steered clear of all of that. If she wants to say stuff, she can say stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go down that road. And um, I respect that. About her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's still the mother of the kids. So of course. Um, and when we, and we had three kids together. We were together for I don't know how many years. Um, so you don't know, you know. Eight. We were married for seven. I think okay. together for nine, ten. Um, mm-hmm. And if that's the way she feels, I mean, it's it's changed over the, the course of two and a half years. Her her feelings about the marriage, sure. right? Yeah. Because it starts to get messy, like when it comes to like the yeah. finances. But and I also don't understand. Like it's two and a half years, like. Why are we why are we having these conversations? Right. What do you mean by that? In public. Like why are we why are we why are we doing this? Well, that's what I found a little bit strange is she like prefaced it by saying, He's the father of my kids, like my parents would never do that. I'm not gonna talk back. And then she was like, toxic, <laughs> unhealthy as fuck, red flags everywhere. I was it's, like, uh, wait, it, what? It, it's comical. It doesn't make sense. It was a little bit interesting. Yes. But but to your point, two and a half years, what do you mean? You're like, what changed in that span of time? No, I don't care what changed. Mm-hmm. What's happened is what happened. Why are you being public two and a half years later? Exactly. Right. And now I now we have to have this conversation now. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. Let's right. just we're we're done here. You know there's a there's a new reality show coming out, maybe, and that's why. Possibly. <laughs> Didn't you like freeze her bank accounts or that's something? Completely untrue. <laughs> that is so no. far from the truth, it's not even close. Which because yeah. I'm sure she has her own shit. Um it wasn't like you were like shelling out cash to her. She had an American Express just like I did. Right. No, that didn't happen. Doesn't it say that in the court documents? Uh, I don't know. I've never read them. There was never a frozen account. Okay. You there, never froze her cards. Why the fuck would you even want to? 
I mean, I'm not even sure if I know how to. <laughs> so no, she uh, she had money. Yeah. I mean, uh, she bought a house, so like she was fine. Okay, but you didn't want to give her the five million dollar house or some shit. Oh, uh, she got it. Oh, she did. Yeah. Okay, are you looking for a new wife? Because we can't get divorced, <laughs> and I would like a five million dollar house. And <laughs> so, what do you think? Are you good with kids? Amazing. We can talk later. What do you think was the reason for the divorce then? I mean, that's a question for Kristen. Um, mm -hmm. And like I said, it's changed over the years. So. Oh yeah, she wanted to get divorced, right? You sure. wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Did you cheat? Nope, never cheated. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the divorce—you have no idea why it happened. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, she, she, I guess she fell out of love. I, I mean, that's I fell mean, out of love, or or it was toxic. I mean, depends on the day, I guess. Or you, there were a bunch of red flags. Uh -huh. What are the red flags she's talking about? I'm not for sure what she said. Yeah. Um, and I, I frankly, I don't care what she said. Honestly. Yeah. Like it's like I said, it's two and a half years. Like yeah. We're we're what, yeah. We're, we're 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 done here. And I mean, I'm sure there'll be a rebuttal to this, so we'll mm -hmm. stay tuned for that one. Look, you've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration. And a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch you will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. 
With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Okay, Jay, so I want to move on to my listeners' questions, okay? okay? And these are fucking incredible. So let's get started. SOS Save Our Sleuth. So this girl wrote in. Hi, so I have been DMing this NFL player, and this is my first time dipping my slutty toes into the pro athlete pool. (laughs) Please give me advice. He wants to fly me out. And I want to go and get pregnant. JK. So she was kidding about that part. She's not kidding. (laughs) That's not a joke. Then she says, but I'm nervous as fuck because what should I do when I get there? Do I just get on the floor and start sucking wiener? I don't want to just let this dude fuck me because he throws a football for a living, but I don't know. I think I'm going to end up sleeping in his bed. I just need serious advice ASAP because I want to go and I'm down to fuck. But also, I want to make sure I make a good impression and not a slutty cleat chaser vibe. I mean, I think she's already, I think she's past the point of that. <laughs> she not? I What's her question? The... I don't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> is there a question in there? She... I think she's made up her mind no, what's happening no. here. The question is, let me say this in layman's terms. This bitch likes this athlete. Clearly. And wants to impress him okay. and wants to make sure he sticks around. Good luck. But doesn't want to, exactly, because uh, he's going to cheat on her. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. And there's probably another one flying in next week. Exactly. Yeah. But what can she do to not come off like a desperate cleat chaser? Like, should she suck his dick? Should she sleep with him? Should she not? If she wants to come back, don't sleep with him. But suck his dick? What is it with this fucking rule and athletes and cleat chasers? One of my best friends is a self-proclaimed cleat chaser. She's proud of it? I don't know I mean, if she's obvi- proud of it, but I mean, that's she's self-proclaimed, just, so obviously well, okay, so, she's so, proud yeah. of it. Sure. I mean, self-proclaimed like to me. Gotcha. In private. She <sighs> will suck athletes' dicks, but will not fuck them. And she says they will just respect me way more, and then it leaves them wanting more. What What is with that? Is that a thing? Um, I don't know. I've been out of that world for a minute. You have friends in that world, so you can um, I, I I think I, if I was a girl... <laughs> <laughs> I would suck his dick. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I would like, I would go to, I would make him take me to dinner. Mm. I would mess around but i mean i would i I wouldn't i wouldn't have sex with them and i wouldn't give him a blowjob maybe like the first time maybe just like put your hands on his dick let him finger you sure 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 sure. yes so you kind of lose respect or lose interest in a girl if you if she fucks you but it's also but it's also like how long have you guys been talking Right. You know, if, if this has been, if, the, if, this, if you guys are FaceTiming and been talking and, yeah. you know, for months and this is the first opportunity, like you guys have been together, then, I mean, that's a different story. Yeah. If you slid into his DMs two weeks ago mm-hmm. and 
you talk every three days and he's like, hey, come on in. That, that's, yeah. I mean, that's true. Then you're setting yourself up for failure. That's a good point. I have never slid into a DM in my life. I don't know if I believe that. What? A thousand percent never. I've never had to. Well, yeah, people slide into your DMs. Mm -hmm. So you just respond to those. No, not really. Pick and choose. I no. Uh, have I ever gone on a date with someone in a DM? No. It's it's always been like an organic thing or on a dating app once or twice. So, girl, I mean, I'm okay with sleeping with a guy on a first date. And a first hangout. I don't see anything wrong with it, to be honest. Like you, what if, what if it's like the first time you've met him and talked to him? Like it's like, hey. Mm, like I was at a bar. You're at a, you, you're at a bar. Let's say you're at a bar. You met a guy and it's like, hey, can I take you out tomorrow night? And you're like, yes. You hit it off. Are you sleeping with him that mm, night? I think... Now that I'm a little bit older, I think I would be a little bit careful about it. Are you laughing because I'm 30? Yes. You're like, shut the fuck up, bitch. You're not old. I'm a little bit older. <laughs> For girls, once you hit 30, it's like, girl, you are in a different playing field sure. now. So um, are, we, are, we, are we going back on the sleeping first yeah. date situation? Yeah. I mean, unless it depends if I just wanted to fucking have fun, but if I actually kind of liked the dude, maybe I would hold off. See? Second date, free for all. Yeah. 100%. Fly away. But I think the first one, maybe like, let's like, you know, yeah. let's make out first. Sure. You know, Walk before the penis goes in. Walk me home. <laughs> Walk me home first. Okay. Next question. Hi, Sophia. I'm currently 32 and single. I find it harder and harder to meet guys at this age and wondered if you had any pointers. Dating apps suck. I tell you what, do you, I mean, do you mostly just get relationship questions? Is that kind of the thing? No, sex, relationship, sex, relationship, mental health. Got it. Um, there's some girls on dating apps in the office and like I'll look at them and try to help them. The guy population is brutal. Scary. It's terrifying. It is scarce. So why? We're we're all like the good guys. I don't know. I mean, there's. I mean, Nashville is flooded with beautiful girls. Yes. It is. I mean, it's insane. Utah's like that too. Um. Yeah, but then you gotta be like, are you Mormon or not? Like, right. you gotta weed through that. But the Mormons are the hottest. They ones are because all they're trying to do is attract a husband. So they're like, I need to be hot for a living. Not all of them, but maybe I should go to Utah. You absolutely should. Back to her question. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I feel for her. It's yeah. hard. Thirty-two. I would hate to be a thirty-something-year-old girl single trying to date. So I should. I should. You're, you're screwed. So if a girl's 30, are you like, I need them in their 20s? No. Because you're what? How 39. Old? You're 39? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have, you should have no issue with a girl in her 30s. I never said I did. But you're saying it's brutal for girls out here in their 30s to find a guy. Yeah. Because I don't think there's a lot of good guys out gotcha. there. Gotcha. I think the, I think the, the, pop, the population of... 30 something year old girls mm, I is, see is a lot bigger, bigger. Than, than the guy, the good guy population. Yeah. Yeah. Like you go on the dating apps and it's like one guy after another, like without a shirt on I or know. doing something stupid. And it's like, come, mm -mm. come on dudes. Model guys or guys like showing off their six pack and their profile picture. Like you guys are done. Just stop it. My advice for this girl, she's 32. Go for a younger guy. That, that's what we're doing now. Is that what? Is that to play? That's a trend. 
and just kind of, I mean, and just mold them to kind of whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that's, uh, I mean, if I was a girl, that's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, they're not mature, but like you'll, you know. Can you just whip them into shape? Brain, brainwash, brainwash them. them. Yeah. A thousand percent. Gaslight them, brainwash them. You'll, you'll get exactly what you want. It's genius. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists, and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop, and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, this is the last question. And Jay, you are going to be very helpful in answering this because I don't know too much about it. This is actually serious. So <laughs> she says, it feels serious. I need help. I have been with my boyfriend for six years and I'm very happy with the status of our relationship. He has diabetes type one. And when his sugar levels are high or low, it affects his performance in the bedroom. Okay. I'm an extremely sexual person. And the first few years of our relationship, our sex life was amazing. Now, not so much. We have sex maybe once a week and I rarely finish. Yeah. When we are trying to have sex, he either can't get it up or doesn't last long enough for me to come and it makes me feel unattractive. What can I do? It's not a blood sugar problem. It's not? No. What's the problem then? He's either not into her or it's uh, different. Straight up? He, like an erectile dysfunction issue. Mm. It's, 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 I mean, unless his numbers are just, I mean, if your blood sugar gets low, 
you know, you drink some orange juice can't, or something. I was about to say, can't you eat a Rice Krispie yeah, treat? Yeah, like you're fine. Like, okay. It's, and if it's high, like, it's still going to work. Okay. So there's something else There's some, there, there, there's, that's, that's an excuse. Okay. Is my guess. For him, on his end. He's, yeah. He's blaming it on that. He's, he's blaming it on that. I mean, I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think I am, but I'm but not. You, but you have diabetes, yes, right? Yes, for sure. So you would fucking know. I mean, everyone, saying this is BS. Every, everyone's different, but I mean, I'm calling BS on that. Okay. I'm, I'm saying that there's something else going on here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never heard that. And yeah. I've had sex with my blood sugar's low. I've had it when it's high. I've had it when it's great. Like, <laughs> I'm sure you have. It's not. It's never. Been I'm, an issue. Uh-uh. Okay, so she's wondering, like, what can I do? It makes me feel unattractive. I love him. I don't want to make him feel bad. He's lying to you, bitch, so you better bring it up. Maybe. We're not 100% We're not sure. I mean, I would have a conversation with him, and I would be like, hey, what's your blood sugar at? If it's yeah. good, let's have sex right. right now. Can't you fix your blood sugar? For like, sure. Okay, well, then fucking have him fix it. Have him eat a Rice Krispie, and then yep. fuck you. Yeah, and be like, hey, we're having sex right now. Your yeah. blood sugar's perfect. Yeah. And if... He doesn't, A, or B, still got a problem. Now you know. There's something else going on. For sure. Okay. That was fucking, I had no idea. And I think that was. Uh, I mean, I don't think she's going to like that answer because. No, but we need to tell her the truth. For sure. Well, I mean, it was either that or she's going to like be unsatisfied sexually for her whole relationship. So. Which isn't, which is not good for anybody. No, not good for anyone at all. Okay, Jay, you are fucking hilarious. This is a very unlikely vibe that I thought we were going to have, but I feel like we <laughs> fucking hit it off. Thank you so much for having me. No Jay, problem. your podcast, Uncut. Mm-hmm. You guys can find Jay Cutler there, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.